Ten weeks on, and I have finally finished sewing that bloody gold lame dress. That means it's time for the grand finale of Keep Sewing. I'm your host, Ellie, and I'm joined by Meg. Hello. And Millie. Hello. For the final episode of this highly experimental Keep Sewing podcast. We've enjoyed we've enjoyed the whole series. We have. Yeah, we have. And I've enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, it's nice to talk about frocks. It is. It's yes. really nice to talk about frocks. <laughs> so like I said, I've I've actually finished the gold lame dress. Woo! It's really good. And I'm going to make a matching gold lame uh, face covering <laughs> to go with it because it's 2020. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All our formal wear should now come with matching face covers. I follow a wedding dress designer called Jo Fleming on Instagram and she makes these beautiful lacy wedding dress confections all covered in like ribbon embroidery and antique lace and everything. And she started knocking out um, formal face coverings, but they just look like single cup bras. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. <laughs> Your face boob. Yes, cover your face, boob. <laughs> and with that, let's get swiftly into the kilts. Oh, I love the swish of a kilt. Oh, the wiggle. Well, you did marry a Scotsman. Kilt. Well, kilts are ruinously expensive. Yeah. Um, they only need one for every formal occasion that they'll uh, wear it to. And they're ruinously expensive because so much fabric goes into them and they have to be pleated. To within an inch of sanity? Yeah, yeah. Pleated to the point of just mathematical perfection. Yeah. I mean, Patrick's had his since he was 16. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, adults ones—they don't just have that little tiny buckle on. There's like internal buckles and things, and you get a bit of extra fabric that you can let out as you uh, as, expand as you expand with age. <laughs> nice. The uh, the nicest fabric that I've ever touched actually was a pure silk lightweight tartan, not like organza or anything, but like an actual thick piece of tartan made out of Ooh. silk oh my god it was that a, sounds like heaven 150 quid a meter but you know <gasps> oh is that when you were shopping for your wedding dress fabric um well it was when i was uh poking around while i was very bored while john was getting fit- fitted for his kilt Ah. <laughs> anyway a kilt is a pattern even a kid's one which doesn't have quite as much fabric in and like doesn't need to have quite as many tricks up its sleeve. Mm. <laughs> um, um, it's still a difficult sew, and under its sporran, perhaps. <laughs> yes, a, a lot of tricks under it. 
sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> it, it's been a long week. It's been a long yeah. couple of months. I've been, um, I've been, I've been cleaning the uh, the miller's wand and the great shaft in the mill. It's just like <laughs> for now, for now. <laughs> Trouble at the mill. No, just just polishing. Just <laughs> indeed. Um, we'll try and claw our way back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, it was kind of. I, I think it was kind of obvious from the edit of this task. Who was going to win in the end? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. So we've got Claire just sort of sailing serenely through, while Matt and Nicole furrow brows and pretend not to be able to do maths and things. Ah. Uh, yeah. Do you know maths? Maths anxiety is totally learned. Yeah. I'm sure it is. As someone who suffers from it. And um. The the thing where Joel I said went no nobody likes maths or like nobody can do maths that is part of it yeah, building up just... building up a cultural expectation of anxiety around dealing it, with numbers is it's like those hideous T-shirts for for female children that say things like like I I don't I don't have to do maths or or I'm too pretty to do maths so I've seen them and every time I see them I just think. <sighs> Oh no, I'm I'm already filled with rage at the thought. <laughs> maths is power. In fact, maths is and geometry are a key aspect to sewing. Yep. Like mm. and and especially knitting. Like the knitting designers I know have found themselves doing a lot more maths than they expected in their careers as fashion people. Yeah, I mean, and just as like as a knitter, because obviously the, like the, they've done quite a lot of work in the background that that obviously you don't see, but you still get things where you have to pick up a button band and decrease eight smoothly any, over a hundred stitches. Yeah, and if you've made any modifications to the pattern, then you've got to re-jig slightly because they might have told you how many stitches you need to pick up. But if you've added an extra inch in length, then you're going to have to work out what yeah, what else you've got to add on and then how you pick them up in yeah. a way where it doesn't shrink your cardigan. And so a, a, TV program, a TV program making a big deal that dividing one number by another is hard somehow. Um, take a deep breath, write everything down. You can use a calculator, it's fine. I believe in you, yeah. you can do it. Yeah, it was, uh, they, they didn't like not give them calculators it was okay and the whole approach to the three content contestants and doing the maths claire just went okay and wrote, started writing things down and working it out you know and nicole kind of half flapped half worked it out and matt flapped and matt just oh. flapped and just didn't bother from the look of it i do wonder if i do wonder if matt has um, is it dyscalculia? I say this as someone who's dyslexic because it's not really something that would have been obvious when he was at school. Yeah, or at least not treated as the as the thing that it needs to be treated as. Yeah, because because hmm. he's from the sounds of it, it sounds like he's in his late forties from something they said early fifties. And I mean, my dad is is older. 
but my dad is also dyslexic and basically they just told my parents uh, my told my grandparents that he was stupid yeah they just did not want to like deal with it but it, 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 if you've had that experience in school then you're just you're not going to yeah and if you're in a, an existing <laughs> high pressure situation and then suddenly maths yeah uh, yeah, yeah. That's be that like is a situation that. that'd make you feel quite discombobulated. Yeah, yeah. So, although what? I would also just like to say to my maths teacher, many maths teachers who said, "Well, you won't have a calculator in your pocket in everyday life." I would like to ah. say, "Ha, ha, 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 and ha, ha. again." <laughs> <laughs> maths is for everybody, and maths is beautiful. Uh, also beautiful, three finished kilts. Um, yes. I, I um. Have you ever just gone through a book of tartans and looked for the most disgusting one? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm lucky. My family tartan's actually quite nice. Although bizarrely, it was also my winter school uniform in South Africa. Mm. I, I had a a kilt, and we looked at it when I started at that school. And we- is this not the family tartan? <laughs> um, so I've been I've been looking on lochcaron.co.uk's tartan finder, and there's some absolute treats of um, <laughs> clashy badness. Let's call it uh, Buchanan yeah. Ancient. Quite bad. Um, that's sort of. I think I've seen that one. It's Mondrian, but gone mouldy. Nice. Um, The ancient ones do all tend to be just quite, quite, quite grim, um, because there's a sort of oh, oh no, that's horrible. Yeah, I've definitely uh, seen that one, and it's horrible. Drummond of Strathadden Allen Modern is um, funky 1970 stained glass window. Yes. Yeah, and Fraser Clan Ancient, that's bad. Fraser Hunting Ancient. I'm sorry, the Frasers, like, there's some bad choices being made there on your behalf. <laughs> uh, there's a very, there's a purple one that I always see in kilt hire shops called Gretna Gold, which is just like a, I'm hiring a kilt tartan. Mm, mm. Generic. I think the problem with the Fraser ancient hunting tartan looking at it is it's almost it could almost be nice and yet <laughs> if if some colors were maybe flipped and yet it isn't um <laughs> i like the cumnock district tartan macbeth modern that's gross <laughs> <laughs> um uh, mine is murray of athol ancient um so what um, Ni- did Nicole have the yellow and black one, or was that Claire? Yeah, yeah. N- Nicole had McLeod dress ancient, which was uh... Uh, Nicole had yellow and black. Oh, um, oh, sorry. Uh, N- Nicole had grey, mostly greys, with little red mm. uh, stripes, I think. Anyway, uh, the main thing you need to know about the ancient tradition of Scottish kilt wearing is that it was uh, largely Not very in- ancient. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> largely invented in the 18th century when England got very um, sentimental about 
being colonial in Scotland. All, all the people they'd cleared from the Highlands. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, oh, well. Uh, so, kilts, yes. Claire won that, and I'm happy with that. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think absolutely reasonable on the winning there. Uh, we've, yes. we've had some very good digressions. I had fun. Let's move on. <laughs> Transformation. I think what I like about this final is that everybody had a round in which to shine. And this yes. was Nicole's. Oh my god. Like As soon as they said Carnival, I was like, I don't know why they haven't just awarded this to Nicole. <laughs> it, it's no sparkly magpie heritage dreams. Um, just... <laughs> I'm really glad that she got a go at just putting everything on a thing. Yes. Yeah, throw everything at it. And it was... And it looked wearable. Unlike Claire's and Matt's. Uh, So if you're putting the big feathers on something, what should you do? Because I was thinking about making uh, like pockets out of velvet ribbon with the velvet on the inside. Yeah. You'd just tack like them in place, wouldn't structural. you? Well, what if Matt actually... stand up. What he actually did was make a sort of weird basket weave thing out of sequin thread, which... A glittery solution, but not a... Structurally sound Attractive. one. Yeah. It, I was also just a bit... I don't know... I was just a bit surprised by his one in general because I would have thought that he would have had some passing acquaintance with Carnival. Uh, I mean, I have done several Brighton Pride parades and there's always someone in Carnival gear. Like, there's always, like, a samba school or someone in there. And just through being alive (laughs) in the world, aren't you aware of what, like, Carnival looks like? Yeah, it certainly doesn't just look like Two bits of embellishment on the nipple. And while Claire's meter stick gambit was inventive, I can't imagine it being comfortable even for a carnival costume. Oh, that was just her going, it's the final, I'm doing the thing, that, that slightly ridiculous thing I've been wanting to do. Yeah. And also, she spent so much time on it that she didn't really do anything else except put a couple bits of dangle sequin. Yeah, whereas, uh, like, Nicole knew what she was doing, she had a firm idea, and all of the work went into the cops. Yeah, the the risque (laughs) cops. I think they were less risque than they might have been, like, for actual carnival. Yeah, for actual carnival, you you need less cop than that. But for British, Great British Sewing Bee Carnival, it's probably best. Let's talk about Esme hanging out with David Bowie at Carnival. And that went, oh that, that name drop came down with a clang, didn't it? It went boof! Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think you probably would if you had that name drop in you and people just happened to be talking about Carnival. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was yeah. something about the eyebrow wiggle way she said, but we weren't wearing Carnival gear. What were you wearing as Wearing feathers. Yeah. Not much, I imagine. (laughs) Do I need to look through historical gossip to find out if they hocked up ever? 
I mean, it's the sort of thing you enjoy finding uh, out. I think... I think we could possibly also take him as, as red, because... Because <laughs> Esme's a sly old dog. Time and um, people. Yeah. <laughs> well, just she's now on the same diagram as, as Mick Jagger, so... <laughs> so so um same Venn diagram circle <laughs> yeah has um if Liz had made the final instead of Nicole and it had still been carnival transformation challenge what do you think a goth carnival outfit would be like amazing yeah <laughs> obviously yeah yeah, yeah. But go on, yeah, but you would... I just I felt like that one was just so Nicole. Yeah, that was for Nicole. I don't know. I like I just kind of can't see. I just, in a sense, I just couldn't see Liz in that, in that particular challenge. Yeah, just, no, I think you should have found it so Nicole. <laughs> I think you should have found it difficult, certainly. Yeah. Like, if Nicole hadn't been there. I don't know. It was just, it was a very... Like, it was a Nicole-shaped challenge. (laughs) Which she filled admirably. Like, the the body Esme wanted to see filling those cups. (laughs) Frocks! We've been building all, all season to frocks! And here we go. Yes. Uh, red carpet evening dresses for a special person in their lives. Ah. Who was Claire's person? Someone that she works uh, with. One of her anaesthetist. Her anaesthetist. Well, yeah. you've got to have Which a. Which is obviously a really close relationship there. You've, yeah. <laughs> you've got to have a good anaesthetist. Um, and that was that was a beautiful gown as well. I feel oh, like it yeah. also might have been the person out of her that friends who would uh, best go into an extremely slim column gown. Indeed, yeah, yeah. I, those dresses like that are so tricky, and the fact that they look so simple is like Esme was saying to make to actually pull it off that dress because it's so simple. You have to do. An excellent job. Yes, the cutout, the the, the mandated cutout, yeah, like... was only tiny. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the fact that it was the smallest possible cutout she could have done. It's like, oh, I guess the rules. Oh, although the back was pretty low. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It was it the, was a um, daring cutout. Yeah, again. it's it's like a it's like a swan dress. Yeah, smooth on top, the, but with a lot going on. Majestic swan on the, like on the surface, and, <laughs> but you don't see the the person who made it, especially with the like the lack of the, the waist seam, mm. so that you can't adjust. Yeah. And the sixteen panel bodice. <laughs> right. <laughs> very nervous for her very nervous but um, it all came together and it looked beautiful yes. Um, yes. so Nicole was sewing for her friend as well and in true Nicole fashion bright orange, satin feathers, sequins yes <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
oh, I did enjoy this dress. It was so fun, so party, and, lo- and yes, it has pockets. I, I did feel <laughs> a little sorry for her friend, though, because at one point when it was like having, like, it looked like it was going horribly wrong, you could just see her sort of sitting there being like, this is really awkward, because there is literally nothing I can do except <laughs> like soothing words. <laughs> and the bit where she's like, slap me, slap me. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as a, of a meltdown as the next time trailer had us believing, because yes. that made it look like she wasn't even going to finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but instead, a beautifully completed extremely well executed dress came down the runway (laughs) and finally Matt and we get to meet Martini and we finally solve uh, we fight like it all clicks into place Martini doesn't use uh, insertable boobs Martini doesn't pad that is why that is, that why, is why. That is why he's had bodice problems the whole way with through. No, with, because he's had no frame of reference for making them with anything mm. in them. I, I did love that dress. It's so powerful. The combination was, of the harness top and the brocade skirt was just incredible. And the the binding on that. Yeah, the um, big ring at the back as well is so cool. And I bet it's actually probably quite wearable once you get over the sweaty leatherette feeling. I suspect <laughs> if you're a drag queen, that's that you're kind the of least of your over that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, probably, you're probably used to that. <laughs> once again, the actual topographical nature of a uh, boobed body uh, would make wearing it difficult. But if you are an unboobed body wearing it, then. Yes, you would feel magnificent in it, surely. Tape and hope. <laughs> I mean, even even if it did have like a bust, it's just there's places that sweat goes that doesn't happen if you don't have any um, any bust. I think you'd have to, <laughs> you'd have to be prepared for the rivets to rust. Yes, but yeah, it was. <laughs> Sorry, it tickled myself. <laughs> It was um, it was stunning, and oh. the, I just really loved how it went from so tight at the top to so enormous, huge, yeah. yeah. And just setting yourself that much hemming to do, oh. just and hemming on that leathery fabric, yeah, just amazing. Or binding rather. And how nice that we can just have. Just on a normal, on one of the biggest shows on the BBC, a guy making a beautiful bondage frock for his drag queen boyfriend. Yeah. And the seamless um, transition transition between calling uh, Greg, Greg, yeah. and Martini. Martini, yeah. Martini depending yeah. on what makeup like, he was in. Yeah, Martini yeah. appears when the slap comes out. Or yeah. more of the slap. <laughs> yeah, well... But certainly when those astounding earrings came out. Yes. Oh, just the accessorization. What a nice series, though. Um, it's been yeah. a really good series. Yeah, I mean, there's been a few weird theme weeks, but that's just kind of television nowadays. Mm. Um, yeah. I did. I always enjoy the What Are They Doing Now segment. Oh, uh, yes. 
And He's this also w- having another baby. Yeah, and oh. this one particularly got me, especially because it ended with Claire in her PPE in hospital. Mm. Yes, I bet she's been working her... Well, we know that she's been working her socks off. Yeah, um, and it just felt fitting, really, for Claire to win this year. She's yeah. been she's been consistent. She's had an, an excellent standard of sewing. Uh, she's worn superb vintage hand knits every day, every week. And, uh, yeah. Well done, Claire. Well done, Claire. Yes. Go, Claire. Well done, all the contestants, though, because I there's not been any of them that I have vehemently hated. Yeah. So it's already done better than Strictly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, it's nearly getting time uh, for a Strictly rumour pod. We'll have to come back with one of those in a couple of weeks when we found some Strictly rumours to talk about. <laughs> yes, the, yes. The other thing I really liked about the what have they been up to was that um, Mark has left the world of finance. And started... Uh, um, oh, God, teaching... Working, was it me? He's working, oh, working in a in music, music shop. shop. <laughs> yeah, so fine. he's he's, he's I'm going back. Yes, so he's going back to the things he he really loved, which was music, and he said he wanted to really like do that when he when they were doing like the exit interview. So I was really pleased. Yeah, I think that any time that something big happens in your life, whether it's a hectic few weekends on a reality show or you know a three month pandemic and a lockdown, it can <laughs> make you examine exactly what your priorities are, and uh, you can make some changes if you need. Yes. Uh, and, yes. Uh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You certainly can. And Matt's working on West End costumes, although probably not right now. Yeah, probably not right now. <sighs> well. Well, I hope everybody's going to be all right. Yes. That's yes. just generally my sen- sentiment for the whole world. I hope, um, I hope I really you're all going to be all right. Yes. I really want that comfy goth sewing book from Liz. Well, yes. I I've been picking them all up on Instagram now, and Liz is x underscore sewing punk underscore x obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the the most live journal goth username possible. Name. Um, so we should get onto her and ask her for the comfy goth sewing book because, you know, even if it's just self-published, even if it's only a few designs in partnership with somebody else, I'm up for it. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll 100% buy the comfy goth sewing book because that's important. Yeah. That's my aesthetic. So before that's we be- say. <laughs> before we run off uh, screaming into the summer to go gather you Strictly Come Dancing rumours, I've got a couple of commercial plugs I'd like to make. First of all, the, uh, the Strictly tea towels are available in my shop at www.totallyflagulous.com they are available 15% off with the code FUEGO and the other one is um, I have uh, there's a fantastic new um, queer feminist and fat positive approach to crafting shop called diyordie.com and <laughs> their a range of fabrics and embroidered uh, uh, embroidered patches and most importantly size inclusive sewing patterns is just unbelievably brilliant and uh, I'm waiting until payday to spend a bunch of money with them but I thought that you guys might want to spend a bunch of money with them 
<laughs> it sounds right up my street. There is some uh, spaceship pattern corduroy, which... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I've got a dungaree seeing... pattern that I've been wanting fabric for for a yeah. while. I, I'm having a vision, and the vision is matching chocolate outfits. Well, we, we, haven't, from, we haven't done that from for nephews. From nephews 20 up. years? <laughs> yeah, we haven't done it for 20 years, but, you know, there's always Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so what are you sewing this summer, Meg? Um, I am going to attempt a uh, blouse with a packet. Dun, dun, dun. Danger placket. Um, Not the placket. Not the placket. Um, no. And then I'm going to... I'm going to have a read through my sewing patterns. Mm. Emily, what are you sewing this summer? Uh, tops, probably. Some more stuff for the various uh, nieces and nephews. Nice. All sorts of bits. It just like Every now and then I'll just have a day where I'll bash through some little like stash-busting stuff and start a project. Hmm. Well, I'm going to be sewing. I've had some of my own fabric printed with my Douze Poire graphic design. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be sewing some stuff out of that. But mainly, I will be breaking into my stash of large pieces of lame and metallic brocade to make some tops. Nice. Excellent. And that was 10 weeks of sewing. I'd like to thank you all for sticking with us while we have this experiment. And I'd like to especially thank you, Meg and Millie, for sticking with me while we do this experiment. <laughs> I've, I've loved this experiment. Oh, it's been great. It's been like highlight of my week, to be honest. Yeah, well, we all need routines in lockdown, don't we? And this, we has, been, this has been a lovely one. It's been nice to keep you all company. And so with that, I will say bye-bye, Meg. Bye, Ellie. Bye, Millie. Bye, Ellie. And bye, all of you at home. Keep sewing. <laughs> <laughs>